Hello and welcome to the Lit Up and Liberated podcast with me, Yvette Mayer. I'm a business coach with a 30-year-long corporate background in marketing and advertising. I have a huge passion for helping you launch and scale your online business. And when you do, I want you to feel lit up and liberated too. Lit up because you're doing work you love, you're in your zone of genius and liberated from those chains of the nine to five, the stress and the struggle. I'm all about building businesses with soul, strategy and savvy. On this podcast, you'll hear from inspiring entrepreneurs and you'll gain practical tips, strategies and tools that you can apply to your online business. So let me ask you this, are you ready to feel lit up and liberated? Hey there, welcome back. Thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. Before I jump into the episode, I have some pretty awesome news. Next week from the 13th of July, 2020, I will be running a five-day bootcamp titled The Passion Plus Profits Bootcamp, which is all about positioning you for six-figure plus success. It's free. For five days, I will be dropping my step-by-step process to get your foundations set up to be rock solid so that you can absolutely release the overwhelm, which I know is happening if you're early stages into your business, learn how to ditch the procrastination and really step into CEO mode as the CEO of your business. I want you to feel lit up and liberated. That is what this is about. And so I've created this free training for you. And I would so love you to jump on into the training with me simply click on through in the show notes. There will be a link to sign up to the challenge. Without further ado, I will now jump into this week's episode. Here we go. This is going to be a cracking episode. This week, I'm actually going to completely drop the curtain and reveal all the complete wrap up for the first 12 months in my coaching business. So my very first client joined me in July 2019. Hello, Priscilla. She is still coaching with me to this day, which absolutely warms my heart. And it's now been 12 months, which has led me to actually take some time out to reflect and go through a lot of numbers, check on in on things like my revenue, the size of my audience, uh, how the months unfolded, which you will have been a witness to if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I clearly haven't told you the, in full detail because there's been massive challenges and, and some of it has been more around my mindset and working on my self-worth, good investments, bad investments, You can only imagine the life of an entrepreneur is interesting and the first 12 months can be particularly rollercoaster-ish. That has been my experience. And so with that, I, on this episode, am going to take you on a journey through the months as they did unfold and share with you the complete detail of the numbers, how I felt, what was going on from a strategy perspective, because actually I did have a strategy from the beginning and why these 
numbers fluctuated quite wildly for a long time until I really had those rock solid foundations in place, which if you just uh, heard, I'm going to be training you on how to do in your own business next week. Month 12 has just finished. I incredibly, gratefully, happily can share that I have officially surpassed my wildest expectations of what I would achieve in monthly revenue in a single month. In fact, in June, I brought in $18,000 in revenue. (gasps) I know, right? And I was in my own goal planning, projecting that that would happen in December this year, which is pretty phenomenal, right? I can't even, I, I mean, I'm just thrilled and blown away and also, frankly, confident that this is just the beginning now. And <laughs> makes it sound easy that it's been 12 months and, and this is the kind of numbers I'm hitting and it hasn't been easy. And that's the spirit of this podcast, to tell you everything in great detail, the good, the bad, the challenging, the quite ugly. There hasn't been much ugly, but I'll, I'll, I'll go there. I'll tell you everything. So I want to take you back a year to July 2019 when I was just starting out as a coach. And I, I kind of hit LinkedIn from May as a well-being consultant, but people started coming to me for coaching Uh, I took my first inquiry towards the end of June. I signed my first client in early July, followed very quickly by a second client, at which point I was like, I am a coach and I kind of love coaching. It was all new, exciting. There was some insecurity because people were coming to me for coaching beyond health coaching, which is the training that I'd done. And honestly, I mean, I'd been in corporate for 30 years. Of course, I had mentored and coached in essence many, 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 I was going to say hundreds, and maybe it is hundreds, but so many incredible humans along the course of my career. And therefore, I did come with a a real sense of confidence that I could do this. And yet there was a little voice inside of me thinking, who the hell are you to do this? So... I took on board these clients and actually, as you just heard, the first is still with me 12 months later. So I can't have done too badly. Yay. But at the same time, I was still feeling kind of insecure. I was also still trying to bring in other revenue from other sources. But it was the coaching that from the get go from July last year, that became my main source of income. And before long, like between July and August, I brought in $5,000 in July and $4,000 in August. Now, they weren't purely coaching, but they were largely coaching dollars. And at that point, I think I had around four to five private clients that had signed with me. I know, blows your mind. Bear in mind, my personal brand was so strong from all of the work that I'd done corporately up until that moment. And many of the people that came to me early in my coaching business knew of me or knew me through my advertising and marketing career. So I already had a really healthy level of know, like, and trust. 
please take that into consideration as I share the rest of this episode. You can't expect to have clients coming into your business this quickly if you don't already have an audience. And at this point, I had 2,000 followers on LinkedIn as an example. And I had, because I've been looking at these numbers too, I had around 800 followers on Instagram and a very healthy, uh, socially connected personal brand that existed well beyond social media. I was quite fortunate that that carried through and helped me attract clients quickly. But after a couple of months of earning, you know, four or $5,000, <laughs> I knew I couldn't survive on this type of money given at my age and with my previous lifestyle, I'd acquired myself two mortgages and I literally couldn't afford to pay my mortgages with that kind of money. I had savings, I had a credit card that I was busy using and I was in a hurry. So there's something in this, right? Uh, In a hurry means that I was under stress thinking, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, how am I going to make this work? And quickly followed by, I never want to go back to corporate, so I have to make this work. So I'm putting myself under quite a lot of pressure at this point to figure it out fast, you know, like I've got to figure this out. I've got to start bringing in, you know, beyond $10,000 a month pronto. Another thing I want to inject into this, in terms of values, my top five values include the word freedom. Not that surprising when you think about lit up and liberated, is it? And because I'm driven by freedom, I'm actually driven more by freedom than I am by safety. That was challenged, I'll be honest, but the facts remain that I am not risk averse. So I was in a hurry. I was willing to take a risk. Therefore, I invested significantly into building my coaching business from the get-go. And what I mean by that is I invested in private coaching for $9,000 the second that this journey into coaching began, actually just before, and maybe that influenced the direction I went in. And I have continued to have coaches in my life pretty much ever since, as well as towards the end of the year, I joined a mastermind, which was also a really big investment. And I did multiple courses. Later in the episode, I'm going to come back and lay out all of the numbers for you. But just at this point, I'm, I'm big on context and you really knowing all of the steps I took, including I took risks financially to try and accelerate the business quickly. So at this point, I'm a couple of months in, I'm earning money, I'm happy, I'm seeing the potential. But the strategic side of my brain says, you know what? It's going to take way longer to build a business with private clients alone. Financially, you need to start doing group or courses, group coaching, I should say, or courses. And I was feeling pretty confident, you know, a couple of good months out the gate. So I very soon after that announced my first group program, which I think was in September 2019. It flopped. Not one person signed up. And by this stage, some of my private clients were starting to come to the end of their three-month coaching contracts. In September, I earned a total of $3,000. Not great for my mindset, my confidence, or my cash flow. And it was around then that 
I started to really understand the impact of my personal belief on my bottom line because my belief was wavering and so was my business. This went on for a while where I felt like at the beginning on LinkedIn, which was my lead marketing channel, I just had to say the words, I'm open for private coaching and people would come through the door or the DM. Whereas a few months in, it just wasn't generating that uh, same response. Also, I wasn't really talking about private coaching. I was talking a lot about my group program and faking confidence that I didn't feel because people weren't signing up. They were, they were visiting the offer page, but they weren't converting. And I was internally a mess, both because my early confidence was shattered and because my finances were becoming a real problem. And at the end of that, instead of thinking, well, that's me done with the, with the group stuff and focusing on private coaching again, that's when my strategy came in. I was like, you know what? You are going to go far, young lady. You are going to go all the way and you actually need to nail this stuff. Like no more making it up as you go along and just throwing this program out there without actually knowing what you're doing. It's time to invest. Invest in the best course program in the world uh, which was the Digital Course Academy for me with Amy Porterfield. You need to do that. This is my me talking to myself, mind you. But you need to do that, Maya. I like to call myself Maya. You need to do that because then you'll be a professional and you will actually manage to onboard people into your courses. And therefore, I still didn't go back out really assertively from a private coaching perspective. I still had the odd person coming in. So I was still active. I had, I know at one stage I had six private clients in this kind of period. And so I was still bringing in income, but it was really low. It was three or $4,000 a month. And I was also investing heavily. So yes, I had savings when I left my corporate job. Yes, I had an empty credit card when I left my corporate job. By this point, my savings are drying up and my credit card bill is increasing rapidly because that's how I bought things like DCA. That is how I bought my coaching, if I'm really honest, which I am. Okay. But I felt like I had turned I turned a bit of a corner in, in deciding that I would do the Digital Course Academy. And the second I started doing it, I was like, oh my God, I clearly did this all wrong. I have so much to learn. And it felt like absolutely the right decision. Meantime, though, with the income and the financial uh, position I was in, still really doubting myself and questioning whether I was good enough. Like, Am I actually good enough to be the wild success that I have in my mind's eye? And here's another thing about me. I tend to think very positively and optimistically and I'm not always right. God damn it. I'm like, of course I'll be successful. I've got 30 years in corporate. Of course, whatever I turn my hand at, I'm going to be awesome because that's what happened in my career. It's not that simple. Yes, lots of transferable skills, but there are so many other aspects to factor in. And one of them for me was this feeling of insecurity around 
how good I was at this craft that I was so new at. I was getting lots of amazing testimonials back from my clients. It wasn't that, it was me. It was just me questioning my validity. And at that point, I realized that I needed to shift out of what I'd had as a coach up until then, which was a business-focused coach, and started working with Emma Dunwoody, who I've spoken about before. And really, we came together to work on my worthiness and for for me to to really start to unpack why I was having so much self-doubt and learn how to anchor into my worth. So that was going on towards the end of the year. Uh, Income still bouncing around, you know, three grand, four grand a month. All of the fear around money and, oh gosh, here's another thing that happened about then. A wonderful woman who I have met through networking picked up the phone to me and shared that she could tell I felt insecure in my posts on LinkedIn. And she actually said, I think you're struggling financially and you can feel it. And I was like, you see me. She was so right. I was so freaked out about money. But me being me, I took that on and I started looking for jobs, not full-time jobs, but I actually started, I got my CV ready. I started looking for contract work and part-time work to supplement my income because this woman who I I do adore uh, thought that, that I needed to do that and to claw my way out of the financial instability so that I would show up more confidently. FYI, Thankfully, that didn't pan out and I didn't take any work. And I'll explain more about why I'm glad that that didn't unfold as it could have, but I'm really glad it didn't. So I'm still doing my course. I'm learning about courses in my course. And now I'm massively in content creation mode and starting to feel that, you know what, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to develop my first course. It's going to sell like hotcakes. Of course, I'll make loads of money because these are the messages I love to tell myself. And I I just thought I'll just be patient with the money and I'll make it work by just patchwork, if you know what I mean, financially. Uh, Started renting out my apartment. My apartment. I live in a house. Started renting out my house, my spare bedroom on Airbnb because I was like, I just need cash flow right now and I'm not using that room. Therefore, it's easy money. And did I tell you guys that on the podcast? Hell no, because I felt like a fraud, but it's a true story. And then I had a big trip planned to New York in January. And I also, around that time, made another big investment on my credit card again. And that was to join the mastermind Because I recognised that, yes, I'd had great coaches, but there's a sense of going it alone. Like I didn't feel that I had a crew of supporters that really had my back that were peers. And I wanted to surround myself by other successful women that were also in uh, a similar place as me or even better, further along, uh, so they would help elevate me. And I really believe that that is, that's the energetics of the world. And so I made that investment and yes, that's paid off for sure. I've met so many incredible women women, and you've also uh, had the luxury of meeting them too, many of them at least, uh, and more to come. And then in January, 
I went out with a bit of a private coaching launch and brought in a few new clients. So that was awesome. I also reset my prices from January and put them up to what I considered to be more aligned pricing. I'd been quite cost effective uh, up until that point. So that felt really good. However, I didn't want to take on too many private clients because I was just about to launch my course and I needed so much of my energy for course development. And therefore, I I took on a few clients, but I held off going, you know, like big into that. And yay, finally course launched uh, at the end of January, early Feb. My income began to creep up and it and it started to average more like 6,000 months between January, February and March. And I brought in course participants and I fell in love really quickly with the group nature and realized that it's a very happy place for me. It fully lights me up. So that was awesome. And I also didn't have the huge numbers that I had hoped and dreamed that I would attract into these courses, but there was enough for me to really get a feel for it and to start to help people at greater scale, more cost effectively for them and at greater scale in terms of the number of people I could help. Now, you all know this if you've been listening along. My first course was called Planet Happy and it was all about really stepping into loving yourself, self-worth, all the things that I've been through myself, uh, self-care, well-being, holistic well-being, goal setting, understanding your why, coming at your life and ultimately your business through a lens of contribution, all of these awesome things. And of course, the second I launched the course, COVID struck and holy moly, I'm here teaching on happiness when everybody's going into lockdown and freaking out and it felt quite difficult at times. I started getting low attendance on the weekly calls and questioning myself all over again. At the same time, I launched a second course, which I I created as I went versus in advance like I did for the first one, which was the Lit Up and Liberated Biz Academy. And it had a very different energy. The people in that course were immediately highly engaged showed up every single week, gave me a ton of feedback and I felt more powerful. And the rest of that story goes that it was through these two courses that I discovered that at my core, my soul is here to help business owners. It is, I have no doubt. And therefore this phase of my business, whilst the income wasn't high and the numbers weren't massive, It was really important strategically for me. And just to take a step back, I talked earlier about how my strategy was to start doing groups and courses because I knew I couldn't scale as effectively with one-on-one coaching alone. That was still very much present. I was aware that I was not going out talking about private coaching outside of a quick burst in January for a good six months. And let me tell you something, if you're not talking about it, it's not happening. People were not organically coming to me in these months where I was very focused on the courses. And we get to the end of those courses. Actually, let's talk about April because April was a shocker. The whole world felt this, I'm sure. Uh, But for me personally, I dropped back to $3,000. 
So I'm 10 months or nine months into my coaching business and I have a bottom out month, which luckily my mindset wasn't terrible because I was still in these courses and getting a lot of energy from the coaching that I was doing and the feedback I was getting. Uh, I came up with a LinkedIn masterclass and brought another thousand dollars in at short notice. I also suffered in that April though, because come January this year, after kind of putting myself out there as a corporate wellbeing consultant and not getting any traction, I just started to get traction. And I had multiple corporate engagements uh, in my calendar that were quite lucrative. And in fact, uh, through the April and May period, I think it was $12,000 that I had agreements in place for in corporate activities that fell through because there was no more in-person. And I guess I felt protected during that April period where the courses were ending and I wasn't out there bringing in coaching money so much because I had that corporate uh, activity already agreed. So when that fell out, I was like, oh, crap. Holy moly, how am I going to pay for my mortgages. And yes, I had to borrow money because by then credit card had reached the limit. Savings had run out. This is how dire it got for me before I turned a corner. Can you even believe it? That I was, things were that bad in April and now we're in July and it's like a whole nother world. Oh, wonderful to have a fantastic story at the end of all this. And I have to be honest, in April, my mindset wasn't bad. It was pretty good because I've done a lot of work on my worth. I was feeling like a kick-ass coach. I was getting all of the positive reinforcement and I actually had the phone call with my then coach to go all in on business coaching. Like that decision was made. Plus the whole world was in a world of pain and suffering from income challenges and I didn't feel alone in it. And I guess that from a mindset perspective was a bit of a gift. And if anything, I felt excited because I, you know, late April went, I'm, I'm a business coach. I need, I am letting go of everything else. I still have other clients, of course, but in terms of marketing and what I am putting out into the world to attract my ideal clients, it's business coaching. And therefore I got very strategic around how I intentionally show up as a business coach. And I was pretty excited because I just knew, I knew in my heart and soul that things were changing, that I was stepping into that soul work and things were going to be okay. And I was right. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Gosh, that was late April. And I also trusted myself then. Like people were saying to me, you love the group stuff. Why don't you just relaunch um, the Lit Up and Liberated Business Academy now? And I'm like, you know what? No, no. I need to set a really strong foundation of one-on-one clients and bring in enough income for a sustainable period. No more three-month contracts. I am going to put a six-month private coaching, business coaching-specific offer to market for a short window, only seven spots, at the new pricing I'd anchored into, and I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to trust myself that this is right. 
And and in the conversations I was having with people who were saying, is this right? I was like, yes, this is right. So awesome. I was really starting to trust myself and feel that inner confidence of I'm freaking amazing at this and it's going to be fine. Bit terrified because every single time I launch something, like everybody else, I go through moments of what if it doesn't work? Especially at this point when I've tried for 10 months to really turn a corner and so there was a little bit of fear. Actually, I read a really good book at that point called Aligned and Unstoppable by Cassie Mendoza, I think is her name. And that really supported me because there was a lot in there around loving the work versus being focused on the numbers and the, and the money. And that helped me. That really helped me just appreciate how much I love coaching and how much I love help helping people have better lives and in particular grow their businesses. So every time I felt triggered around the fear, I would just remember the love and the, that that really helped me, as did uh, the course that I was doing with my good friend Shananda on connecting into my angels, which I'd never done anything like that before. And I started to trust my intuition more through this process and look for the signs that I was on the right path and they were showing up everywhere. Angel numbers, 111, 444, 1111. It was constant. So in my soul, I knew. I knew I had arrived. So with the fear, I went out there and, oh gosh, I feel like crying now. Everything changed. Everything changed. I brought in a five-figure income recurring amount of clients to see me through for six months. So basically through to November this year, I'm already on five figures. Now that includes the new clients I'd taken on and my existing clients. And what a game changer, like to actually know that I can afford all of my living expenses, my lifestyle, to start paying off my credit card. Of course, I I need to scale from there. Absolutely. Uh, But that just took so much pressure off my shoulders. It felt like the weight of the world had been lifted and the joy had just increased exponentially. And I still feel like that. I have to tell you, two months later, I feel this joy, this inner confidence, this knowing, this it's time, it's my time. And I feel magnetic. It is mind-blowing. The stuff that's going on in my business now is mind-blowing. I had two weeks ago without talking about doing anything new, no product launches, no nothing, I brought in $10,000 in new revenue in a week. Not even kidding. This is the stage of my business now and I'm so grateful and just so proud. I'm so proud of myself. I really am. It was a long journey to this point, but it's just the beginning. And I quickly followed it, as I, as I said, with an $18,000 revenue month in June. So I went 10000 in May, eighteen in June. Now I've set my target for July at 20 because I just know that it's going to keep growing. And the reason I know is because my strategy paid off. Let's be honest, it wasn't an accident. I strategically built 
a body of work. So now when I when I take products to market, I take with them other assets that I've built over the last 12 months. There's courses, there's masterclasses, there are downloads, there's cheat sheets. I have so much work now at my disposal and that makes a massive difference. And every investment that I spent on coaching courses and masterminds has really kicked in and is paying dividends, even if it felt for a long time that it wasn't. It's it's all it's all working for me now because I did have a vision, I did have a strategy, and I persisted when it was freaking hard and I felt like giving up. I kept going. I kept showing up. When I felt like shit and like I was a loser because it wasn't happening as fast as I had assumed. I just got over myself and kept showing up. I think that I have barely missed a day of posting on social media outside of a, a four-day break that I self-imposed for a year. That's how committed I was to my business. So I've learnt so much, which is why I'm now at a point of I just have so much to give so much more than I did a year ago and everything is perfect. It's perfect. My clients now are getting results super quickly. They, the, the feedback is incredible. I feel so in my worth, so confident. It's like I'm a new human. <laughs> I hope you're feeling that from me. It's just amazing. And you can have this too. But I, I've shared all of this with you because I don't want you to think that it's easy or that you should quit if six months in it's not going as well as you'd hoped. So I'm proof that it's part of it, that it's actually in some ways it's the struggles that set you up and help you build that resilience and put you on this longer-term path for success. And I don't believe that I could be the strong, confident powerful business coach that I am today for online businesses without having gone through all of that. I don't. It's actually an asset to me now. Okay, so that is the month by month view. Now, as I promised, I am also going to share the sums of how much revenue I brought in, as well as how much I invested back into my business and what on. Oh my goodness, I know you want to hear this. And I, I mean, I've just done this this morning and it was so eye-opening. So year one of my business, I made $70,000. <laughs> Sorry, that giggle is because of the multiple hundreds of thousands I used to make in corporate. Anywho, that's the truth. I made $70,000. More funny, funny or interesting, is I spent $58,000 back into my business netting me a clear profit of $12,000. No wonder I was struggling. Oh my goodness. And as I said, this, this is me. I have always brought in a lot of money. I've always made a lot of money, so I don't have an issue with spending it. I've spent and spent and spent. The thing I have a problem with, I've been working on, the, on, on this actually with my current coach, is, is having money, like not spending it. I have a bigger problem with that. Another topic altogether, maybe I'll do an episode on that one day, but $70,000 in, $58,000 out, this was broken down as follows. 
$7,500 on coaching. That's actually in addition to the nine that I laid out in June. So really 16000 on coaching. Uh, I spent 10500 on the mastermind and that is still going. So I'm still paying more into that. I spent $6,000 on courses. That's much more than I realized. So if you add all of that up, that is over $35,000. So half of the money that I spent or invested into my business went into coaching, masterminds and courses. I'm not too surprised about that and I don't regret any of it. It was all important. It was all valuable. I know not everybody is going to make those kinds of investments. That is what I did. I also have a ton of tech in my life like email platforms uh, apps, things that help me with my social media management, website, hosting, you know, all of that stuff. That was $7,000. That's actually more than I realized. I spent a tiny $1,500 on a bit of VA support and I invested $3,300 on Facebook ads, which at the time felt like the biggest investment of my life. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's actually not that much, is it? Do you think it is? I don't know. I don't know. I spent a lot of money, didn't I? It's all good. It's all good. Look where I am now. Yay. (laughs) Okay. So those were some of my big expenditures. All of the ones I've mentioned so far, they were the good. They, They were the things that I really believed have paid back and that have positive ROI, even if they've taken their sweet time to start really showing up in my business. There was one investment I made that I'm still buying, which was $4,500 into a PR agency, which was the biggest waste of money ever. And that one hurts. That's a lot of money to invest and not see a return on. You know, I've had a little bit of PR here and there on regional radio stations. Woohoo. Sorry, but yeah, nah, would never do that again. And that wraps up my investments. Of course, there's bits and pieces across other things. There's um, money into my doTERRA business and so on. And now I want to talk about my growth because I've only told you about like from a financial perspective, the cost, but in terms of what I've managed to do beyond generating income, I have significantly grown an audience. Another, another very proud moment. And here are some numbers to share with you. I've worked with 19, I think that's actually low. I think there were a couple of lines hidden, but say around 20 private clients. 20! 20 people said yes to significant investments into working with me. How awesome is that? I have had 40 total people, I'm, I'm rounding up a little bit or rounding down depending on the number, but 40 people in my courses and programs that have paid uh, that's anything from a 37 US dollar investment through to my more high ticket coaching or course pricing. And I have had around 200 people do my lead generation type masterclasses, which is great, right? Like those 200 people have spent time with me on video because I'm referring to, I have a confidence and clarity finding your why masterclass, which is an hour and a half with me in video version and a LinkedIn. Oh no, the LinkedIn is paid actually. Sorry, that sits in the in the 40. The LinkedIn masterclass, I've had 20 go through of that 40. Uh, what does that add up to? 260 humans have 
been in my work. How awesome. So, so exciting. And I know I'm just seriously just scratching the surface. Uh, In terms of my social audience impact, these numbers are incredible. Okay. Back in July 2019, I had 2,600 LinkedIn followers. Today, I have 8,800. So that's just shy of four times the number in a year. And yes, LinkedIn is a special baby of mine that provides this opportunity right now. Because let me tell you, Instagram, where I've actually grown really healthily, I've, I've moved from 800 to 1400 Instagram followers. I've put a lot of effort into that too, but I've grown by 50% versus by four times. Still pretty happy that my Instagram following is, is yeah, starting to really take off now and become more engaged, especially because I'm so focused now on my ideal client and surfacing the right content that helps them get to know, like, and trust me as well as educate and inspire. Uh, Facebook groups. I didn't have any Facebook groups 12 months ago. Now I have two. Uh, I have a total of 500 in my Facebook groups. That said, I'm much more focused on the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Facebook group, which is the smaller of the two because I really only started giving it a lot of love in April when I went all into business coaching. But by the way, if you're not in that group, why the hell not? It is awesome. The engagement is off the charts. The community is incredible and it's just growing all the time now. What else? Not social, but mailing list. This time last year, my mailing list was a big fat zero. And today it's 1800 strong. So my numbers in terms of audience, they're like... What's that? That's like 10, 12, 13, like 13,000 of uh, humans that I'm impacting across my social and my email list off the back of just a couple of thousand a year ago. So that that's very, very positive in terms of how much it sets me up for success going forward in helping more people. <sighs> I think that's it. I think that's like the full curtain drop. It's been a roller coaster, and now I'm just going from strength to strength and I couldn't be happier. I couldn't feel more lit up and liberated. All of the discomfort, all of the concern, the worry, the self-doubt, the lack of worth. Look, I know I'm still going to have my moments, but it has completely dropped off, dropped away. It's a tiny whisper as I now powerfully step into all of the abundance that is Seriously, it's like magnetically coming my way now. And yeah, this is what I want for you too. I I wanted to do this episode so that you could really understand that even if, even if you're two years into your business, but you didn't have a personal brand, keep going. It's so worth it when you do turn that corner and the corner is there for those that persist. The surest way to fail is to quit. So don't quit. If you are as passionate as I am about your work, about being of service, whether that's in coaching, consulting or a product-based business, if you really believe in it and you want this for yourself and your family, keep going. Keep going. It is so freaking amazing on the other side and you will get there too. And I would love to help you. So if you've listened to this whole episode and you still haven't jumped on through to join my free bootcamp, 
come on over. I am going to completely dish all that I've learned, but in a really process-oriented, setting your foundations kind of way. Every day there will be a new clear process and step for five days. As I said, it's free. There will be a live video into my Facebook group each of these days. There will be a workbook and there'll also be a couple of surprises thrown in through the five-day boot camp. I know you're going to love it. I'm so pumped. It's going to be like a party, a total party, and you are invited. So do that. Awesome. I would love to hear from you. Send me a message on Instagram. I'm Yvette Mayer underscore, or feel free to email me. All my contact details are in the show notes. I would love, love, love to hear from you. As always, please listen to the exit from the show and follow these steps. Leave me a review. I would love that. And I will feature you on a podcast from a shout out perspective sometime soon. That's it from me this week. I've really enjoyed sharing all of this with you. I hope you found it helpful and ultimately inspiring. Bye now. You've made it all the way to the end. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. Why not keep going just a little bit further and leave me a review? Five stars would be absolutely amazing. And even better, some comments. I will do my best to call you out in a future episode real soon. To connect with me further, you can find me at yvettemayer.com, on Instagram, yvettemayer underscore, and you're invited to join the free Facebook group, The Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur, where we chat all things business, tips and growth on the daily. I can't wait to bring you more quality content in the future. I'll be back soon. You can link to all of those connection mechanisms in the show notes. Bye for now.